Goats podcast. I am Steve. I am Brandon. Brandon. What's up, bud? Getting right into it, dude. Get right into it. Guys, this is episode 200. We got there. Oh my gosh. We actually got through. Yeah, right. Got through more than 100 episodes, I think, before we hit our 100 episode last year. I think you're right. Like in time frame wise, we really kicked that 100, that, that next 100's ass. It's true. It does. Yeah. Between 101 and now just flew by super quick. Like it never even happened. Right. So, but uh, Steve, you yes. know what? We, we, you and I were talking about how do we celebrate 200? You yep. know what I mean? And we're like, you and I literally, it did not take us long to figure because it, it was also on a guest spot it's a guest on day. a Friday, Friday, Friday. Right. And we're like, man, we know the perfect person to join us. For number two hundred, and it was David Steves. Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. No, it, was it wasn't. Really, it really wasn't. And then he was booked. Ah, right. yes. Yes. He's exactly. always booked. Right. But uh, no, guys, we uh, a person who has played a pivotal role, honestly, in in a good chunk of this podcast with uh, helping with the creation of the Wang. Um, and we, it wasn't a name, there wasn't a name for it at the time, but it now is lovingly referred to as Shatner's Poetry Slam. Guys, welcome to the podcast, comedian, podcaster, and mother of all things, and <laughs> just flat out mother too as well. So guys, please welcome Elena Gonzalez back to the podcast. Elena, thanks for coming back and celebrating 200 with us. Also, if, if if creator of the Wang is not on your on your resume, it now needs to be on there. I'm just saying. It the, it's the second Wang I created. Just, just slip it in, yeah. yeah. Oh, just wait for the joke I have when I intro the uh, the theme song for this one. Oh, guys. Jesus, I can't uh, wait. All right. So, Elena. Yeah, that's that's the nicest time anybody's ever called me a mother, too. That was oh, so nice. look at that. There you go. There's there no other go. addendums added to that either. Just uh -huh. great mother. Uh -huh. Exactly. <laughs> right. We'll just leave it there. Anyway, leave it there. Just drop right. it. So, Elena, we asked yes. you to come back to celebrate 200, and you're like, guys, I have the greatest album of all time. <laughs> and we said, really? What is it? And you said, what? Which is what we're doing. So, what? To clarify, for those yeah, listening, clarify I, may that not, I might not have said that it was the greatest album of all time, but I said it was perfect yes. for, for this because I feel with my emotions, I'm trying to, I'm working with my therapist to be more, to be more cognizant, be more, be more vocal about my emotions and my Same feelings. Easy. I, that's, that's why we get along. Yeah, I right. feel that the world has uh has really crossed a line and gone too far on their hatred of nickelback okay they're they jumped the shark they didn't do anything wrong it's not jumping and... the shark it's jumping the border steve not wrong. <laughs> send them back to canada <laughs> and i i actually today saw the most perfect meme uh, for this, it was you know based on someone's tweet that everyone loves to shit on Nickelback until "How You Remind Me" comes on in the bar at two a.m. and it's so true. That is like, actually pretty accurate. Um, I and, can't I can't argue with it. I've seen him live like a bunch of times, not by okay, choice. Then, I was then, paid, but wait, you were paid to see Nickelback? I work security. Oh, for multiple, I was also multiple shows. I was also paid to see Nickelback, and I, um, uh, in my previous life when I worked in radio, Chad uh, Kroger was my first backstage uh, interview. Uh oh, at, interview. At okay, Pine interview. And <laughs> uh huh. Yep. In quotes. Um, <laughs> talking to the microphone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, but it was, it honestly was like five minutes before this 
uh, hatred started in, in the grand scheme of things. Like everybody at the concert was excited. It was in 2001, which is when this album silver side up came out mm-hmm. and people were fine with Nickelback. It was great. And then something happened and they became the butt of every joke and the, the worst rock band in history and I honestly did look it up before before this episode because I was trying to find if there was um, like one catalyst, like a, a moment that caused it. And I couldn't find anything. I don't know if yeah. if you guys are aware of anything, but I don't. I mean, I would have probably put it on when Chad asked us to look at his photograph, but I don't. <laughs> But I don't I actually. I don't, but I so don't know I, if that's what it. If that's I, what it I was. I think I actually know what it is. I know what okay. it is. Is having worked many of their shows, and I talked to Chad one time. When I talked to him, he was cool. But having worked a bunch of his shows, I saw that is the most angry Canadian I ever fucking met in my life. And he couldn't. I don't think he'd actually take the like, the ingrained like USA sarcasm that we all have. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's worse in the Midwest. Those of us that are in the Midwest have that Midwest sarcasm. The rest of the world's not built for us. It just isn't. We just we we carry a different weight to everything we say. You're not sure if we're being honest or we're shitting on you. Like mm-hmm. we can really love you or shit on you in the same exact tone with the same exact words and just knock it out. I don't think he got that. And he took it everything so seriously, and we're just like, well, calm down, fuckhead. We're just we're just giving you shit. And um, I think he just kind of like I, I saw him at a couple of shows. At one show in particular was an outdoor show, Muskegon, Muskegon Summer Celebration. Him lose his absolute shit on the fr- lead singer of, I want to say it was Tonic, because to quote, and I was backstage, this was fucking hilarious. Get those fat bitches off my amp. Because <laughs> the Aye. lead singer of Tonic okay. let these women come on stage and dance. And they got up on the stack and uh, they were on their their stuff and Chad about lost his damn mind. It was funny for me because I'm just like the dude lost. He completely lost himself. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. But then the whole show, he was just like revved up and ready to fight somebody as the most angry little, little, you know, Canadian dude I ever met in my life. Right. And- but. I get Wait, it. How many I understand other stories that. have you heard of other rock stars that are just total assholes? Oh, completely, completely understand. And, yeah. But I think I think they're actually, like you said, they're kind of reviving their image a little bit by leaning into the shitty. They really like, are. Seen, have you seen their TikToks? I've seen their TikToks of like them putting ramen on Chad's head and like his hair yes. and like it's hilarious. But they're mm-hmm. leaning into it now. Like well, they should have leaned into it before and we would have left them alone. The fact that they didn't lean into it and then we just we see a wounded, you know, a bleeding <laughs> a bleeding animal, and we just attack. It just is what it is. Yeah. You're gonna get, you're gonna, you're gonna come after us, and well, I don't know about most Americans, but we're kind of assholes. It we'll, just doesn't. It, we'll it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. Like there's nothing that that I can really point to because on a on a cheese ball level, like even in that in that time frame, mm-hmm. the similarities between Nickelback and Creed and Daughtry and you know they're all the same. They're all the same thing, all singing 100%. the same song. So it's it's just it's like um, uh, you know those those rumors um that that will pick up from a celebrity and just go for forever and everybody seems to know this rumor whether or not it's true i feel like the same thing happened with nickelback but i can't understand can't why. pinpoint the turn point uh-huh and I don't know what uh, it is. yeah it's uh because if it's the if it's the curly hair that's also justin timberlake um, which he which he takes in stride most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so it just I I figured this would be our um our our way to to Men's analyze. Defenses. Yes, yes, hopefully. And also an excuse for me to show you guys that picture that I had with him. So yes. um it was which a little is- it was a little self serving too. 
but which is great <laughs> i will just say was fantastic i just yeah that was that was fantastic having that on there um, but but your comment about photograph brendan um i was listening to uh tignataro uh oh, yeah. who, who uh fe- fantastic fantastic female comedian um and she made uh, a comment about photograph that what makes her laugh every time she hears it is how endearing the song is supposed to be like oh look at we're going through memory lane and look at all these beautiful moments but he sounds so angry like he's living up to the angry canadian like look at this photograph yeah, you sent me that, and it was—it's mm-hmm. spot on. It was—I couldn't. Uh-huh. There, I was—I was laughing so hard. I was like, "You got to yeah. no, There's really nothing else for it. Like he's yelling at you. Like, <laughs> look at it now. Right. Why am I looking at this? Why? It's you in the bathtub? Oh no! <laughs> it makes me laugh every yeah. time. Does it really make you laugh, or are you really upset? <laughs> like I—I I loved her comments on that because it's she's 100 percent dead on. Like, uh-huh. you can't—you can't get away from it. It's so funny. But now. A little bit about Nickelback. Now, we did, if you haven't checked out our review from Nickelback, from episode 72 was August of 2021. Um, go check that one out. It may include one of my top five rants of all time of me yelling at America. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, a, it's an amazing one. I'll say so myself. Now, they are a Canadian rock band from Vancouver, B.C., active since 1995. Yes, they are still active, guys. Um, ranked number seven in the top artists of the 2000s by Billboard. I think I've mentioned that before. They were the seventh seventh best-selling artists of the 2000s, which is funny because they really didn't do much after like 04, 05. Um, Now, originally this band was actually called Village Idiot. They were a cover band (laughs) who specialized in Metallica and Led Zeppelin covers. Oh, that's so great. The band's name changed when Mike Kroger, who worked at Starbucks, kept telling customers, here's your Nickelback. After giving them less than stellar coffee. Are you serious? That's why that's why they changed it. Now, funny thing. Now, I thought this was hilarious. Now, after changing the name, the band, um, and they got Chad on, he asked their stepdad for $4,000 to record a demo for Nickelback. Mm-hmm. Okay. He gave them, the, gave them the money. Now, the band spent half of the money on a demo and the other half of it on shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Right there with the band. I'm just yeah. if you see their, their stuff now, it doesn't surprise you at all. No. Um, <laughs> now, I'm only going a little bit back story in the band because I went through a lot of it a while ago. So I'm not going to do that. But Spotify mm-hmm. listeners, guys, how many spot? How many millions of Spotify listeners does this band get a month? I think uh, more than I think more than what people might want to think. You're not wrong. Um, hmm. Do you? Can you remember the last? Um, Brendan, do you remember the last time this question Ooh. was asked? I didn't uh, ask it before. No. I started recently just asking it. So. Yeah, this was. This is but before. like, but like a previous artist. So, for example, Ed Sheeran is like forty-eight million a month. Yeah. Okay, that's what I That's what I wanted to get. Beyonce's like, in the fifties. Beyonce's in the fifties. Okay. Gaga's in the forties. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say eleven. I like that number. I'm gonna go a little higher. I'm gonna go. I was gonna go 13 and a half. Okay, man, y'all are pretty much spot on. 11.7. Nice. Almost 12 million uh, a month, which is not bad. That's just Spotify. That's not including other yeah. other streaming services. Yeah. We don't do sales very often because sales suck in our day, our digital day and age. Trying to figure yeah. that all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still can't figure yeah. out the algorithm to try to figure out how many downloads equals one sale. Uh, yeah. Really, yeah. Now, Silver Side Up, which you mentioned, third studio album, it was released on September 11th, 2001. Yes. yes. Now, I'm not saying it was the reason we were attacked, but I'm also not saying it wasn't the reason we were attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure ten, Osama didn't know about this. I mean, he well, probably had a CD player in the cave, dude. I'm just saying right now. It's it's why you know there's there's a similarity between how you remind me and never forget. Like yeah. it's all. Yeah. Ooh, I'm dog man. All right, mm-hmm. there yep. it is. It's it's the old. There's a conspiracy theory in there somewhere. <laughs> I got this. All you and, all you doomsday guys, let me know. The 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 hidden track is uh, jet fuel can't melt still beams. 
that's the that's the hidden track on the album. <laughs> oh, and all of a sudden we listen to it. A mission accomplished. Oh, that's banner so behind funny. You. Wow. Right when you listen to it, it says mission accomplished right behind you for some reason. Oh my gosh! Oh, I think that Damn. Canadians had that sort of pull. It's kind of amazing. Ah. You never it know. Pre, it, was pre, it was pre-Trudeau, so it's, we're good. That is very true, though. Um, nice. Trudeau. 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 All right. Now, it's 10 tracks, 39 minutes long, so not a bad length, actually. Um, no. There. Uh, number one album in five countries, but not the U.S., because we're petty. Um, it did hit number one in five countries. It number two in on the Billboard 200. It only got to number two. There was one album it couldn't overtake in 2001. Oh, a pretty oh, heavy man. hitter too it was his re-emergence what his re-emergence uh he'll say Eminem. no anywhere no not do that you're on the right you're in the right genre J- mm, I am. Who, did you, who did you say he said Eminem first oh it's the blueprint oh Jay-Z's nice. the blueprint it came out prior nice. prior to this one and it stayed at number one for a few weeks this one never over never never overtook it but it hit number hit number look two at for me a couple knowing weeks. rap look pop at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it did it did go year end in 2001 when it was released in september it was still the 80th best-selling album in 2001 okay out of out of 100 in 2002 it was the seventh best-selling album People finally fantastic. found it. Finally found it. It came out. The singles were coming out. But decade end, so 2000 to 2009, it was the 47th best-selling album. And it came out early. And it came out in 2001. Yeah. yeah. So like, it, it sold over 10 million copies. The entire album was written by Canadian Jesus. Yeah. Chad wrote the whole thing. Wow. Yes. And it is. Uh, they are in in my opinion this album is their salute to Grateful Dead or Fish or any of those, you know, string cheese incident, any of those jam bands, because the entire album is basically the same song. Yeah. It's just, it just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's musically, it's not bad. I can't, I can't argue with it. Now it had three singles. So you remind me jam band song yeah it's a short short jam band because they don't they they go 39 (laughs) minutes for one song usually um i've been to those shows they last forever um and nothing ever happens uh so singles three of them how you remind me too bad and never again now before we get into our favorites the band actually wanted to release never again as the lead single but the record label said no how you remind me is the lead single we can't do never again so I don't know why, and they did end up releasing it as a third single, but the band wanted to start off with Never Again, which somewhat makes sense to me as a band-wise, because that's kind of the rocking song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they they wanted to do Never Again, and it was like, nope, it's how you remind me, which is probably the better play, considering yeah. when it came out and everything else. It just hit the strings a little better, but it was played in the radio like crazy. Right. Yeah, Never Again is very... And... and uh you know, is joking that they're all the same song, but the, the themes do carry through. If you listen to all the songs, it's either like child abuse uh, or domestic abuse, abuse yeah. or, you know, like just daddy issues in general. Like it's, it's a very aggressive uh, one, one theme kind of through the, through it. And I could see the record company, because their their song prior, I I think their highest charting prior would have been Leader of Men. Um, yeah, maybe. And so, how you remind me is at least the, I don't know, maybe softest one on the album. Mm-hmm. So more palatable to kind of sucker people in. Yeah, yeah. It would have been Leader of Men. Would have been number eight on the U.S. main charts. Was the was the the most recent one from the previous album. Okay. And this was, I mean, Silver Side Up was there, was this kind of got them on the map. I mean, yeah. the first two albums they did were, they were okay. They got, they got a, a bit of plays. They did all right, but they mm-hmm. didn't do anything really much in the U.S. Hitting the top 20s, but other than that, not even on the right. main, they didn't, they didn't actually even hit like the main charts really. Um, let me see. It didn't, they didn't even chart 
Billboard, it got to like the last second album before this one, their number two, um, which was the state hit number 130 on the Billboard 200. Yeah. Okay. But like this one and um, their previous, their next album, which uh, all the right reasons, I think all the reasons were number one. So that one, like this, yeah. this is kind of like the long road. So, well, Silver Side Up, the long road, and all the right reasons. Like those three, like that grouping of albums were just, there was yeah. their heyday. That was the, mm-hmm. the sweet spot for them. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I agree with you. So let's get into it, guys. Um, Elena, we're going to start with you. What was your favorite track? All of these uh, are, are, were very tough for me because, I, like I said, they are so very similar. Uh, that doesn't mean that I dislike them, but I was actually getting confused uh, myself because it's one of those albums that I can throw on if I'm going to drive fast or like just relive my twenties, like, and just, I know all the words to all of the songs, but I know them in order because I would just listen to the CD and play. And when I was pulling tracks to have this chat with you guys, I was getting mixed up like, okay, so that's hangout. No, wait, that's too bad. Wait, no, that's never again. Ah, oh, wait, mm-hmm. which one was this one? Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm going to say um, that uh, that too bad is uh, is my favorite, and the reason is during this time, um, <laughs> Chad had a very distinctive guitar playing stance. Um, his legs would go extremely wide, um, and he was very Gumby like. And he would just go like straight up and straight down with the guitar um, when he was he was strumming. And too bad makes me think of that. And so that's why I'm going to pick it as my favorite. I like it. Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Super, super. uh, That's how all music should be should be rated. uh, Yeah, is is exactly for that. Guitar stance based on guitar (laughs) Gumby stance for sure. I like like it. it. Works for me. Brandon, yeah. what about you? What was your favorite track? I picked Just Four as my favorite track on this one. Nice. Uh, for a very surface-level band lyrically, this song is intense and kind of aggressive. Um, or at least as aggressive as Nickelback can get, um, I think. But uh, this is the kind of go-to song um, that I would have kind of like sent to a girl I had a crush on like way back when who just broke up with her boyfriend. Like, screw that guy. Look at me. I'm right here. <laughs> like, like I'd be like, "Hey, check out this!" Like that was kind of like my vibe and my jam. So, were you were you that guy back then? I yes, I very much was the like, oh man, that that sucks. So you know, but like here's here, I very much like sucked at actually talking to girls. So uh-huh. I found music and songs that did it better. Okay. You a mixtape? Basically. You're the mixtape oh, guy. I was the mixtape guy. I could I mastered in my heyday. I mastered the, you know, playing the CD, pressing play and record at the same time and getting like it all Old going. school. Look at you. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. That's would kinda... would Nickelback have ended up on on like were you a, a rock mixtape guy? Were you a, a sappy love song mixtape guy? I was, kind of mix a little, guy? I was kind of a, a little bit of everything. You kind of would have had, you know, some some Nickelback in there. You probably would have had, you know, some Backstreet. Backstreet, like a little bit of whatever the vibe felt, I think, or whatever I was okay. going for. Whatever I was going for. Uh, man of, you're a man of many talents is what you're saying i'm a man of something steve who knows <laughs> um yeah Works for me yeah for sure so steve what uh what was your favorite man never again the opening track i mean i i i forget how good that track was and i shit all over this band now let me start off by saying if you ever find yourself in an abusive relationship find a way out of it but please do not wait for Canadian Jesus to come defend you. <laughs> As I mentioned before, this guy reminds me of the affliction shirt wearing bro that is so incredibly soft. His nickname is actually Sherman. <laughs> Met him in person. 
exactly who I describe him to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, The track isn't bad, though. It rocks pretty hard. It's hard to argue against the topic. The fake, like, and I can't say it's fake. The perceived toughness of Chad Kroger is a bit over the top for me. But it was a weird time when Canadians really got tough um, and they got mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you just kind of did your thing. Like, it sounded like Chad got done playing hockey. He wanted to go kick the shit out of some guy. So, <laughs> it just is. I, But, again, you're, you're not wrong where a lot of his tracks after this album really did kind of follow a lot of the same kind of idea where there was the domestic violence, crimes against people that were, you know, with children, what else. But I also mm-hmm. think this, if this track had, if this had come out, this album had come out maybe, like, the mid 2010s, like 2015, 2016, never again would have been the single with the Me Too movement and everything else. Like it would have been because it was a much of a taboo sop- a to- topic, I guess. Early 2000s, late 90s, people talked about it, but it was still kind of something that they kind of put behind closed doors, unfortunately. You know, it just is. It's so stupid, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, I don't, I like the song. I, I listened to it and I was just like, yeah, this album's gonna sure. kick some ass. <laughs> and then I got the rest of it and I was like, you kick something. Got something there. Yeah. So it is time, Brandon. It is time, guys. It is time to play with our 200th wing. Here we go. Wang, let's play wang. Let's play wang. What association and game. Wang, what association and game. Wang, wang. All right, Steve. So you have been tagged. I was going to say pegged, but that's very wrong for this game. Uh, you have been tagged, oh, tagged, tagged with the wang. Hashtag jungle is hell podcast. The first yes, time I ever found ab- that meant. Absolutely. So, Steve, you have been uh, uh, chosen. Chosen. Yes. That's a better word. To, yes. uh, Definitely not pegged. No. At least not to, today. Right. To do this game and all of that fun stuff. So Yes! You put the wang in my hands. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, no, you once did again, that. Once I'm again, gonna keep making these puns for the next half so hour. <laughs> once again, on our spreadsheet, though, we always list out who's doing what game, and I always call bullshit on this one because it says, you know, when Brandon does it, it says BA Wang, which is pretty awesome, like badass Wang. But when I mm-hmm. do it, it says SM Wang, which means small Wang every single damn time, and it doesn't, it just, I get emasculated by my own freaking game every single time. I hate it. Absolutely. And or it's, it's SNM. That, I mean, that could be too, That's unfortunately, that, sure. that comes back to the pecking, and we're not good there. Um, <laughs> oh so, gosh. first one, guys. Not over there. Never again. No. Oh. Not over there. Where do I hide? Oh. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I just needed... I just needed that first one. Got there. Kind of shaken off. Okay. Number right. two. I'm back, back in. All right. Number two. My own personal hangover mantra. Uh, uh, where do I again? hide? Never again. <laughs> never again. <laughs> I should do that to you one time. I picked the same song for both of them. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be funny. I haven't done that yet. No, that no it is. Funny. It is never again. Elena wins that one. Woo, good job. So, Elena, you know what I, you know what I've done to Brandon a couple of different times when he lets me do Shatner, which he doesn't let me do very often, is I actually mm. pick songs that are not even on the album, but they're like popular songs. And then I read him like other songs. Like I read him like uh we, we we did the Elvis Christmas album and he rang uh sang or read the thong song. I did read the uh, thong song to him, yeah. And then so for one of them I did, for one of them I did, it wasn't me by Shaggy. That was great too. I read that one. Yeah. And having oh, to read that one, perfect. uh without like any inflection is very hard yeah um which i yeah, think it's hard ones to do but it was i was like he was like what the hell is this from it's not a christmas song that's so good not, this is not you know duck dynasty words right now or whatever <laughs> it was so i feel like you should um you should start that christmas tradition with your family that uh the the thong song is uh is your is your Christmas morning song? You know, I've got a three year old who'll be down with that. He runs around half naked at my house most of the time. So it's okay. there you go. Hilarious. He has no shame at all. Oh man. Well, speaking of no shame, Steve, let's talk about those least favorite. Let's do tracks. it. Who's going first? You. Me? Okay. All right. Least favorite track. I picked Good Times Gone. Did you know? Nickelback goes saloon style country rock or something? 
That was literally my first question. The rest of this album was typical Nickelback that we know and love. And then this song comes on and completely takes a turn and not just a gradual turn, in my opinion. I mean, like a turn like Lightning McQueen's truck took in cars when it fell asleep. Also, why did we have to end the album like this? Just it's an the added, long, it's the longest track in the album. Just too. an added filler track that I don't think was necessary at all. So for me, good times gone were definitely had because this track was shit. Elena. Vancouver is in Western Western Canada. So maybe it was the country Western country. Yeah. Oh, all right. Help All me right. out here, Brandon. Pretending I wonder, work. is... A, okay, switching gears, but other than Shania Twain, is there Canadian country? Have you guys del- Ooh, delved? We is have there a not. Passive, is it doved? Dived? Uh, we have never, we have never <laughs> uh, tickled our fancy with <laughs> Canadian country. With Canadian country? I feel like it would involve like a moose or something. <laughs> Yeah, so Shania is probably the best one. Um, Tennille Towns, who's new, she's uh, Gordon Lightfoot's country, apparently. He's not. Country. They said it, he is. Google, I'll just well, go really quick here. Um, they also say that Ed Sheeran is a rapper, so. Hey, he does some, he does straight hip-hop albums. Don't start with me. Hey. Ron Weasley can rap, damn it. <laughs> uh Lindsay L is probably the other one and she's relatively new as well. Um but Katie Lang this is country that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, Anne Murray. That's Anne Murray. No, uh that's, that's hey, well, Shania probably Anne Murray is um <laughs> you light up my life. You oh. Yeah, she holy crap, she's yeah. yeah. They count her that's country. Not... Americana. She's Americana. So that's oh, not her okay. country, I guess. Okay. Americana from Canada. Well, that's weird. <laughs> man, we're learning all kinds of fun stuff today. Thank you, Google. Yeah, right. Oh, man. All right. No, Elena- you're, you're not wrong. There's not very many that are actually decent. Right. Yeah. I. What about you? Uh, for for listeners at home who don't already know this, there is no pre-show chat. We're not copying off of each other's sheets, but I could not agree with you more. Uh, Good Times Gone is is my least favorite for almost the exact same reason like it just the whole thing is is the the same song and i'm making the same joke over and over so there we go that's why i like them but um and then all of a sudden this thing comes in and you're like what the lead up alone is i I don't remember i want to say it was damn near two minutes before it got into any like yes guitar it was just what is happening the good times of this album were gone. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was my, yeah. So mm-hmm. Steve, mm-hmm. what was your least favorite? So I will, I will bring, I'll pull the curtain back for the show just slightly. Brandon today almost didn't make the podcast because he True. had a sicko, his sick kiddo at home. Yeah. So I almost had to run solo with Elena and was going to, was going to read Brandon's stuff to you. So I got his notes prior, like not, much prior it was like an hour and a half ago um mm-hmm. but um i read his his review of good times gone and i actually texted him while we we're talking and i was like you got to go first because we have the same least favorite and yours is better than mine so <laughs> like that lightning mcqueen joke got me and i was reading it and he said it got me again um and yeah good times you gone. can you can envision it oh i his, dude, his dude, truck yeah. snoozing off we got a nodder yeah <laughs> no i yeah. i 100 percent. good times gone the canadian rockish country they were before their times they were before their times they were they were pre-bro country before florida Georgia line came out here and Ooh. did their thing uh for now well rest in peace the band I mean, and they it's die, just... but they just died I know it fits with the title, but it's just, it's like sad, but not in an emotionally tugging way. It's just like in a, oh, what is happening? This is sad. It's a bad choice. You made a bad choice, guys. No, I'm, I'm with you there. It was, it was not a good, a good look uh, for them. I didn't, I didn't like it at all. The track was just complete bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Sure. So Brandon, it is time now for it the second time. game that that 
uh, Elena came up with that we named and got music to. Yeah. Thanks to Jared uh, What is what, yeah, thanks to Jared Jared Drizinga. Um mm-hmm. go with uh with the uh the old nickel shat. Nickel shat. All nickel right. Shat. All right. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies ladies and ladies and gentlemen. This the Shatner's Poetry Slam. I'm Captain Kirk. Shatner's Poetry Slam. All right, guys. So hopefully I didn't pick two of the same. I, I know whether or not I did or not, but uh, oh, we'll, see. we'll see. So it's back right. shat at that point. Right. The back shat. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. All right. So here is your first song, guys. I'm so nervous. Me I too. seriously, I, I, I was I was remembering this game while I was listening to him. And I was like, I'm going to be so bad at this because they're all like, and it's like okay he's talking about his dad got it and then the next one's like and then dad punched me in the face and you're like shit okay this one talks about his dad too but then oh yeah it's okay go Go ahead all right you left without saying goodbye although where do i hide nope although I know I'm how you can. sure you tried. Woke up this morning. Nope. You called the house? Too bad. Yes. Nailed it. Too bad. All right. Okay. Here's the next one. My hopes just fell. <laughs> and I can't see. The reason why? Why? There's blood on my sleeve. Oh. Hang now? Yes. Nice. Oh, nailed it. Nice work. Way to go, me. Me. I'm not, nailed I'm it. Never that good on this. Can, can we submit that to Life Alert as their new slogan? <laughs> my no, I want, I want them to do. And I can't get up. What? Elena, have you listened to our review of Wheeler Walker Jr.? No, I have. You not. know who Wheeler Walker Jr. is? <laughs> I do, and I saw okay. that Johnny Batch was on it. Yes, and Brandon so and Brandon did the Shatter Poetry Slam for that game, and me and Batch knew exactly what the songs were, but we made him read the entire verse because it's, they're <laughs> they're absolutely terrible. Yeah. And we made we were like, just keep going, just we don't know. And what I was it is. like, just God, keep going. save me. Did um did you do the one uh the the song that I remember has something to do with uh with boots um uh, i'm not i know i did the uh, one where they talk about i want to lick your crotch yep that one happened okay that was uh, it was it was and that was Dar- and that was darius's favorite because uh he liked darius. hearing me say the word crotch so. crotch crotch yeah you I'm- did beaver fever oh yeah and i'm pretty sure you did honky tonk whore i don't remember what i did you didn't do god told me to fuck you because that'd have been hilarious no or was sex, drugs, and country music? One of the two. Yeah, it was. There was. I, there was, was a. There was. He, there was. There was, was landmines throughout that entire album. Say, it's, it's not fantastic. like an, it wasn't like an easy one to be like. Oh, I could read that one, and not get in trouble. It was like I'm gonna get in trouble no matter what. At least there were, were every word you could say on the podcast without getting canceled. One hundred percent. So Whereas the song the one I have to do in a couple of days. Oh, um, which which album did you do? We did sex, sex drugs, drugs, and country music. Okay, so this one is on is on Old Wheeler, and the song oh. is "Puss in Boots." Oh, nice! All yeah. right, and it's exactly like... what you think it is. Mm-hmm. All right, next time, next oh, Walker <laughs> Jr. Have, and I'm gonna have you do Shatner next time. I can do. Dude, I have no shame. We're good. I know you don't. It's fine, but you know me, <laughs> and, I, and I blushed halfway through, and then had to get a cold towel. It was so, amazing. Yeah, it's fine. Um, speaking of things that are fine, guys, let's talk about those deep cut dark horse tracks. Um, I don't know how good of a transition that was, but you know what? I'm not really good at <laughs> transitions. So <laughs> hence why I made mixtapes, guys. Uh, Still can't talk. Forth. Call back. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I'll start with my deep cut and I picked Never Again. Um, I've never heard this track before. Oh, um, I had I'm never heard it before. That too. I know. Um, but I think the guitar leading helps set the tone for the rest of the album, except for the end. Um, for a Nickelback song, this does the trick for them. Nothing too overly special about it, um, but on an album where I really only knew a small handful of tracks, 
it was all right. And I'm like, I never heard this one before. So that's going to be my deep cut. So never again was my deep cut track. Like so it. Steve, what about you, man? Hang now. Okay. Uh, another harder track, but this one wasn't as popular. It's on the never again vibe of rock tracks. Um, now I've seen Nickelback three times live. I was paid to see them every single time, uh, working concert security and doing different things. Um, but this one live is actually really fun. They do jam out on this one quite quite a lot, and they play it usually mid set. So it's they they play a couple of their big hits. They play some other stuff. They play this one kind of mid set, and it's it's kind of the Nickelback hype track because they really get into it, and they they will it. it if you listen to the song, it has the ability to kind of be stretched out longer than what it normally does. And every band has kind of one of those, at least one or two of those live hype-ish tracks that they can kind of just riff off and do things. Mm-hmm. This one is Nickelback's. So Hangnail from Nine was a favorite. It was a deep cut just because I've seen them do it live. And it's, these guys are really good musicians. I can't I can't fault them for that. For sure. I may fault them for many things, but not for that. Um, but that was, Hangnail was my, was my deep cut. Okay. What about you, Elena? What was yours? mine i'm i'm copying again um mine was hangnail all right um and it was it was it was very similar in reason because but more because i do feel like it's a strong song and i was always surprised that that they didn't release it as a single um because not only is it a good hype track at a show what I like about it is it plays a little with the um, it's not as melodic as how you remind me, but it does go up and then kind of brings back some of the melody and then goes back up again. And then some of the melody. So it feels like it could have um, it, it could have gotten airplay if, if they would have released it and it's, I mean, it's still talking about bleeding and and hurting and all that stuff, but it it's also not as depressing. Um, <laughs> so yeah. so it gets a that gets another a point in in the the hidden the hidden gem column. I like it for me for sure. Like yeah. It. So I'll start first and kind of wrapping up here. Now for me, this one after the first two tracks runs together till close to the very end. I did like mm-hmm. Hangnail, which is the ninth track, and then we've all shit all over <laughs> good times gone. But really tracks three through eight kind of were like one Jaeger filled bro rock fest for me. That mm-hmm. just they weren't it was the same song. It felt like mm-hmm. the same it even the breaks in between weren't really pronounced a lot of the time. So it was like, Am I on track three or six? I don't know. It's mm-hmm. better to me. Um I, I do love, we mentioned the band is really poking fun of themselves on TikTok now because, like I said, Chad used to get all hulked up when people made fun of him, and it was it was weird. Um, and now he's kind of this, like, older, wiser, and his hair's better. Um, he's just like, whatever. I don't care anymore. Just and do it. Like he's not in the public eye in any other way. No, so. he just leans into it. Mm-hmm. Now it, now mm-hmm. people people will go see Nickelback live for, like, nostalgia purposes, and now they have money, so they'll go check them out. It's like it's like going to see all those bands from the late 90s, early 2000s live. It's still mm-hmm. going to bring back some fun memories of usually Jaeger-filled bromances and going after it. Yeah. But I also did think of, I was thinking of this, and the Canadian version of Hulked Up, is that like sending a strongly worded letter, like you're in an email? <laughs> you're, like, Canadian Hulked Up? Because I, like... When I've seen like me get hulked up, I'm usually screaming at somebody. Like John Batch is usually drinking and screaming at somebody. Yeah. But like, is it like I send you a strongly worded email? Like I just like I said your mom sucks, and that's that's how hulked up I got as a Canadian. Right. Somebody get back right. to me on that one. We have Canadian friends, I'm sure. Well, I know I I'll take the you know when I get upset, it's it's a very rock and hip hop filled mixtape. So okay, well that's good news. Yeah. We should talk. We should talk it's to Mikey uh... about getting about getting uh, hulked up in, in Canada and what that looks like. Yeah, oh, the what? Canadian Popeye is poutine. We do know that. Oh, like, yeah. it's not spinach. It's yes, poutine. no, it is mm-hmm. poutine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Damn it, I've, I've used that before then. Oh. <laughs> Fries, gravy, and cheese. But for me, um, I went with a 5 out of 10. It is, it's better than all the right reasons, um, for sure. It's it's better than that one. That one was a hot, hot garbage mess. But um, this one wasn't wasn't bad. It's, it's kind of the start of the uphill swing for them as it went downhill very quickly from there. But So 5 out of 10 for me. Elena, what about you? What was your final thoughts? So I'm going to, I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to 
I'm going to do it backwards um, yeah. because I'm, I'm difficult all the time, I like um, but I'm going to, I'm going to give you my number first and then I'm going to explain it. Okay. So I put this at an eight out of 10 um, partially because of, of my actual thoughts on the quality of it and partially of a bit of an emotional connection with it. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like the time that it was released the age that I was, um, I was, I was 21 turning 22, um, when it came out. And like I said, Chad was my first backstage interview. Like I was in rock radio. It was this whole thing, um, at that time. So I have very pleasant memories of it and it's why I can still listen to the whole album straight through and just like feel that way again. Mm -hmm. But taking it on an on an analytical level i do think for the time that it is a quality it's a quality album and if you were to compare it to others around that time i think it's it's better than than creed or um Comic. i don't know who <laughs> sponge <laughs> verve pipe okay i'll Maybe, maybe sponge. I don't Earth know. Earth pipe is pretty close to it. It's okay. not better than the wallflowers, though. Um, but for what it was in that like chunk of chunk alternative um, rock phase we had yeah. in that or late late nineties, early two thousands. I I I really I really think it checks a lot of the boxes, and I think as they continue on with other albums. Um, I've forgotten the third one, but you mentioned all the right reasons and then whatever the other one was. As they went on, I think they tried to put more melodic songs in there and more, um, not full on adult contemporary, but more lighter stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that really shot him in the foot a little bit, in my opinion, um, when it brought in more quote unquote Karens uh, into their fan base. And I, I think Silver Side Up is is a solid pre-bullshit uh, Nickelback CD. So You know they're dropping that's... a new one November 18th, right? This what? year. They're dropping a new album called Get Rollin' November 18th, 2020. Oh, I am excited. Wow. My birthday is November 9th. So, so hey, I appreciate it. They'll be touring. Yeah. They'll uh -huh. be touring. Be one something. plus eight is nine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. Here's my third game. I'm bringing in a third game, and it's okay. for all the listeners at home. Um, go back and listen to this episode one more time. That's my sneaky plug to get more more listens to this. But I like it. This time, when you listen to it, I'd like you to have a beverage of your choice. If you if you drink alcohol, please do. But have a beverage of your choice, and every time Brandon says. They're going to do something. I want you to take a drink. You're going to do something every single time. Ending on and the episode, that can get No, dangerous. just, the, just, just this, this episode. One. Just this one. Uh -huh. okay. Just this episode. And then comment mm -hmm. what the number is. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to when I, I listen uh, to it. After we're done recording here, I'm actually going to start editing it. So I... Uh... Don't edit any of those out. Oh, well, absolutely not. Your but, face. But... Uh... Get your drink ready. Get your drink ready. <laughs> oh my. Wow. You don't listen to that work, Brandon. No, for sure. For sure. What was your final thoughts, buddy? All right. So decent album. Now, I wish I would have known about this album before I knew about uh what All actually happened on this day. No, what actually oh. happened when this album dropped. Like, oh, I, yeah. You know, I was sitting in you know my sixth grade history class when um i really just wanted to make that joke and this isn't even on my uh on when my he notes. said you were 21 and he knows i graduated that year too so yeah yeah mm -hmm. so i i like to make yeah jokes. i was at i was at preschool and i was yeah, learning what an right. airplane was right right yeah no but um no this one was a decent album you know it uh it it did kind of start the wave of what we know as Nickelback with all the right reasons coming after this. And, you know, to me, this band lacks musical diversity. 
except for Good Times Gone, which I don't know if that's really diverse. It's just weird. Um, you can't fault them though on one thing. They are really good musicians. Mm-hmm. Lyr- lyrics are just surface level to me. Um, they lack a lot of the ebbs and flows. Some of the tempo and sound, it's kind of all just one thing. There, whatever. But I didn't hate the album. But I also like didn't go nuts about it either. Um, but I can't appreciate it for the musical aspect of it. So for me, I'm gonna give this one a six out of ten. So yeah. All right. So Elena, this one is actually dropping soon. This one's actually dropping on Friday. Um, oh, I know. Uh, the seventh of October. So, do you have anything coming up that you want to that you can publicly I, that we I can do? Publish? All right, what do you got coming? All right. Um. So, uh, check me out. Uh, if if any of you um, wangers, uh, fans of the Wang, uh, out there, uh, and and other trivia games, uh, come find me in in the land of trivia sporkle.com slash virtual look for elena come play my games i do them every weekend um and uh for those of you who are fans of standing up comedy uh you can come to one night stands in waterford michigan uh october 20th through the 22nd i will be opening up for the man the myth the legend that is bob zaney um who's a bob and tom regular he's been a stand-up for 40 years now and then on the 23rd, if you are anywhere near Oxford, Michigan, um, I will be at uh, Gravcap Brewing um, with the hilarious uh, Cam Bigfella Row. Um, nice. So, so come, come laugh at us. It'll be fun. I like it. I like to see it. Next time you're on the west side, let us know for sure. Next time I you definitely you find will. your way over this way, so we can we can get and get in touch with you. Usually one of the Peach Boys, you'll hang out with one of those guys. Yes, one, yes. At some point, you'll be over here. At, I know you yes. will be. So, for sure. and all for of sure. the socials are um, at Gonzaleza, G O N Z A L E E Z A. And we will make sure to get all those in the show notes. But Elena, Thanks. thank you so much for being on. I know you got to jump off to go do trivia in like five minutes. So we appreciate you making this work. I and love get it you out guys. Here. Thank oh, you for doing, love you too. For, for for doing number 200 with us. with us. And we will we'll get you back on soon. And I can't wait to see what you bring us next because it's been it's been like fire after fire. So I'm kind of looking forward to the next one. So <laughs> yeah, for sure. But we will Thanks. see you. We'll see you shortly. Bye, okay. Bye. 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 Hey guys. So that has been the Notes for Ghost podcast doing Nickelback's Silver Side Up. We let Elena go because she really does have to go do something that she gets paid for, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and that's important because she is a mom. Um, she, correct. And we really do appreciate her. So, guys, as always, I am Steve. I am Brandon. And come back on Tuesday when we go through our second anniversary, episode 201. Thank you so much for being a part of the last 200 episodes. We appreciate every single one of your listens and follows. And I look forward to what's going to happen with the next year. If you haven't found us yet on social media, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And and we are on TikTok. We've got about 10 or so videos. We're going to be adding more the next few weeks. Brandon and I will do we'll do a couple together potentially. We've been doing them separately, just kind of having fun with it. Yeah. Find us the notebook goes pod on TikTok. But yeah. guys, we will see you on Tuesday. Bye guys.